Whispers Sultry Short Stories Story 6 Hiding Place T enters the costume warehouse heavily. This was their favorite hiding place. But hold on, it was his haven first. He introduced her to the joys of it. Running around dressed up in costumes from cool films and weird plays. Of shouting poetry off the top of their lungs, wearing baroque gowns and renaissance chaperone hats. Of having sex all styled up for surreal weddings and risque funerals. That's enough. He's here for self-care, not for pining. He's here to breathe out the past and breathe in the future. Time for new shirts and waistcoats and garters and camembans and coats and capes. He can do this, just having time to himself. T walks around and finds a spot in the 18th century. Two long rows of racks tightly packed with dresses. He slumps to the floor and takes a deep breath. There is comfort in frills and in the smell of cedar keeping the moths away. Will it keep her away, T wonders. Suddenly, the sound of the entrance door opening and someone rushing in. They quickly close the door behind. Voices. Laughter. Damn it! It's the dirty laughter he knows so well. And a male voice. What the fuck? Jay has brought her new boyfriend here, the ragged, jealous one. How dare she? He stays still and listens. Listens to their noises and to his own racing mind. Why are they here? What are they doing? How does he feel about it? Is he hurt? Is he angry? Does he even care? Well, yes, he fucking cares. She knows this is his hiding place, and the sound of rapt kissing and fondling clearly means she's not looking for him. And they're getting closer. Damn it. Jay is dragging her man with her. She wants to undress him. T can hear the man sound bemused. Of course he doesn't get it, the fool. Whoa, seriously? They stop exactly on the other side of the clothes rack T is hiding behind. He can't believe this. They're literally here. If he was just to reach with his hand through the abundance of fabric, he'd be able to touch them. Well, maybe he should freak them both out. She's asking for it. Just then, the familiar sound of her belt hitting the floor. She's out of her jeans. The man's voice are you sure? Then hers. It's Sunday. She must know, thinks T. She must know he is here and she's doing it on purpose. Yeah, as if. T sighs quietly and gives in to the lush noises. The kisses, the moans, the gentle slapping sounds as hands grab one part of the body or another. Are they naked already? And then the strangest thing happens. Surrendering to the sounds, to the mixture of familiarity of his ex-lover and the novelty of this strange man, T realizes he's getting turned on. His confused anguish is fading. He's giving in to the excitement. Full on, his groin starts to stir. And it's not flashbacks. 
It's the weirdness of passion happening right here, right now, within his reach, yet out of sight, and the underlying danger of this being the wrong time and the wrong place. A moan. That moan. The man who just pinched Jay's nipples. T knows she's about to ask him to do it harder. Harder, comes the voice. As the lover obeys, T finds himself instinctively moving forward. Still hidden behind the hanging dresses, he gets onto his knees. Silent and utterly present. A confessional of sex. Whimpers of pleasure come at him through the curtain of clothes. He wants to recharge with his hands. He so, so, so wants to touch. Suddenly, a sharp metallic clink above his head nearly makes him jump. It's her ring, the big silver one, the one he bought for her at the art market. She has grabbed hold of the clothes rail. The whole thing shakes. Still kneeling down, T can see her fingers squeezing the rail and knows what's going on. Knows, but can't see. He really, really wants to see. The lover's grunts and moans are getting louder. The puffed-up dresses are swaying as the whole clothes rack swings back and forth. T can hear the man's muffled sounds and the rhythmic slaps of his groin against her ass. T lets out a silent scream of want. Jay's face is mere inches away from his, just there, behind a creamy dress heavy with golden embroidery. He can actually smell Jay's salacious breath. Could she smell him too? All T wants to do is lean a little closer. Just a little bit. Instead, T's hand goes to his fly. He has to release his cock. Has to. Now take it out, slowly, very slowly. T freezes. Who is she talking to? The slapping stops, followed by a yielding moan as the man must be pulling out of her. Relieved, T proceeds with his own hand, takes a firm grip of his erection. He raises his other hand up, towards where Jay's face should be. Ah, the compulsion to touch that face, that beautiful face. His fingers are now a mere layer of silk away. Smack my ass! Slap it! Slap it! The man obeys, and the slap tears through the silence. Again! Harder! This time, the slap, or is it a new deep thrust, Sends her forward suddenly and her face is thrust forward too. Her gaping mouth appears and T's fingers are in. She literally grabs a bite of his middle three fingers. A surge of emotions shoots through him. This is what they used to do. This is what he loved doing with her. His hand devoured by her hungry mouth. But then comes the shock. What now? By the moan Jay lets out. T can tell she is not shocked. She is wildly turned on, impaled in a manner of speaking from both ends. She is slobbering all over T's hand as he accommodates the rocking motion back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Her lover clearly has no idea, and T wonders for a second if it's fair that all this turns him on so much. 
But then he stops wondering. As Jay spits out his fingers, he quickly recoils. Did the guy feel something? Did he see T's fingers buried in her wanton mouth? Beginnings of panic in his stomach. What is going on? He hears more rustle among the luxurious dresses. Then moans again. Right, those moans tell T all he needs to know. Of course, his fingers were not enough. She wants her lover's cock in her mouth. T understands. This is about her and him, the new boyfriend. T is just... T is a nobody. And then, ass rise. Literally, the glorious globes of Jay's ass appear through the hanging fabric like the rising sun of debauchery. She's not serious. But of course she is. She's always serious about the fun of sex. T smiles incredulously, and his hands reach forward with reverence, with adoration. Damn! He catches glints of light in the drops of mojo running down her thighs. He knows that she knows what that does to him. And the guy has no idea. T moves forward. With slow certainty, his face aligns with his ex-lover's exposed crack and groin, and he dives into pleasure. Go on, the man grunts. You're almost there. The fuck? Is he saying that to her or to him? To both of them? As the gulping, guzzling noises of cock-sucking rise from the other end, T relaxes and proceeds with his mission. It's okay. In fact, the poor guy has no idea what he's missing out on. And then it all goes quiet. In T's head at least. Biting gently on Jay's ass, suckling on her labia, drinking her juices, T transcends. He is no longer in the past, nor in the future. He is in the moment. He is the now. Pure energy racing through his body, expanding through hers, reaching out right to this unknown man who is clearly as alive as everyone else, and sending this energy back reinforced. For a precious, immeasurable slice of infinity, all is well, and all is what it ever needs to be. T has just enough sense to grab onto these dresses hanging over and around him, because here comes the circle. Here comes the rotation of the arse. T's face clenched deep inside, locked in by Jay's muscles. There is no escape. She is not letting go of either man, sucking and tugging at one end, pushing and circling her ass at the other. And then the quivers. Quivers and screams, and long, billowing groans from the male animal, together with T's secret, silent shudders. They three are one giant, living, breathing, orgasmic entity. After a while, T becomes aware of the dark, of the returning sounds, of the distant muted noises from the street, of everyone's subsiding breaths and Jay's giggles.
Did you like that? And once again, T is unsure who is Jay speaking to. Then the man. Loved it. Tell the guy, I'm up for doing this again if he is. The shock on Jay's face is genuine, as is the smirk on her lover's face as he walks away, buttoning himself up. T stands up and meets Jay's gaze. And here comes the dirty, dirty laugh again. Thank you.